In today's reading, God gives specific instructions on how the Israelites would build the place where he would be worshipped, how to collect the funds to put it together, and how his priests would be dressed. And if that sounds unimportant, it might be the case that you've never been a part of a small church committee meeting. It's Exodus chapters 25 through 28 and Proverbs chapter 5 here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. Some episodes are going to be action-packed and some are going to sound like you're reading an instruction manual. And this episode may tend toward the latter of the two. It's important to remember, however, that the tabernacle is the place where the God of the universe, perfect in all his ways, matchless in power and authority, would meet with his people in a unique way. If it were up to you to build that structure, wouldn't you want detailed instructions? Right worship is important to God, and these detailed instructions gave the Israelites the freedom of knowing their worship was pleasing to God Almighty. Exodus chapters 25 through 28. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell the Israelites to take an offering for me. You are to take my offering from everyone who is willing to give. This is the offering you are to receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze. Blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. Fine linen and goat hair. Ram skins dyed red and fine leather. Acacia wood. Oil for the light. Spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, and onyx along with other gemstones for mounting on the ephod and breastpiece. They are to make a sanctuary for me, so that I may dwell among them. You must make it according to all that I show you, the pattern of the tabernacle as well as the pattern of all its furnishings. They are to make an ark of acacia wood. 45 inches long, 27 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it with pure gold. Overlay it both inside and out. Also make a gold molding all around it. Cast four gold rings for it and place them on its four feet. Two rings on one side and two rings on the other side. Make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark in order to carry the ark with them. The poles are to remain in the rings of the ark. They must not be removed from it. Put the tablets of the testimony that I will give you into the ark. Make a mercy seat of pure gold, 45 inches long and 27 inches wide. Make two cherubim of gold. Make them of hammered work at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at one end and one cherub at the other end. At its two ends, make the cherubim of one piece with the mercy seat. The cherubim are to have wings spread out above, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and are to face one another. The faces of the cherubim should be toward the mercy seat. Set the mercy seat on top of the ark and put the tablets of the testimony that I will give you into the ark. 
I will meet with you there above the mercy seat, between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony. I will speak with you from there about all that I command you regarding the Israelites. You are to construct a table of acacia wood, 36 inches long, 18 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it with pure gold and make a gold molding all around it. Make a three-inch frame all around it and make a gold molding for it all around its frame. Make four gold rings for it and attach the rings to the four corners at its legs. The rings should be next to the frame as holders for the poles to carry the table. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, and the table can be carried by them. You are also to make its plates and cups, as well as its pitchers and bowls for pouring drink offerings. Make them out of pure gold. Put the bread of the presence on the table before me at all times. You are to make a lampstand out of pure hammered gold. It is to be made of one piece, its base and shaft, its ornamental cups, and its buds and petals. Six branches are to extend from its sides, three branches of the lampstand from one side and three branches of the lampstand from the other side. There are to be three cups shaped like almond blossoms, each with a bud and petals on one branch, and three cups shaped like almond blossoms, each with a bud and petals on the next branch. It is to be this way for the six branches that extend from the lampstand. There are to be four cups shaped like almond blossoms on the lampstand's shaft, along with its buds and petals. For the six branches that extend from the lampstand, a bud must be under the first pair of branches from it, a bud under the second pair of branches from it, and a bud under the third pair of branches from it. Their buds and branches are to be of one piece. All of it is to be a single hammered piece of pure gold. Make its seven lamps, and set them up so that they illuminate the area in front of it. Its snuffers and firepans must be of pure gold. The lampstand with all these utensils is to be made from 75 pounds of pure gold. Be careful to make them according to the pattern you have been shown on the mountain. You are to construct the tabernacle itself with ten curtains. You must make them of finely spun linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, with the design of cherubim worked into them. Each curtain should be 42 feet long and 6 feet wide. All the curtains 
are to have the same measurements. Five of the curtains should be joined together, and the other five curtains joined together. Make loops of blue yarn on the edge of the last curtain in the first set, and do the same on the edge of the outermost curtain in the second set. Make fifty loops on the one curtain, and make fifty loops on the edge of the curtain in the second set, so that the loops line up together. Also, make fifty gold clasps and join the curtains together with the clasps, so that the tabernacle may be a single unit. You are to make curtains of goat hair for a tent over the tabernacle. Make eleven of these curtains. Each curtain should be forty-five feet long and six feet wide. All eleven curtains are to have the same measurements. Join five of the curtains by themselves and the other six curtains by themselves. Then, fold the sixth curtain double at the front of the tent. Make fifty loops on the edge of one curtain, the outermost in the first set, and make fifty loops on the edge of the corresponding curtain to the second set. Make fifty bronze clasps. Put the clasps through the loops and join the tent together so that it is a single unit. As for the flap that remains from the tent curtains, the leftover half curtain is to hang over the back of the tabernacle. What remains of the length of the tent curtains, a half yard on one side and a half yard on the other side, should hang over the sides of the tabernacle on either side to cover it. Make a covering for the tent from ram skins dyed red and a covering of fine leather on top of that. You are to make upright supports of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Each support is to be 15 feet long and 27 inches wide. Each support will have two tenons for joining. Do the same for all the supports of the tabernacle. Make the supports for the tabernacle as follows. 20 supports for the south side and make 40 silver bases under the 20 supports. Two bases under the first support for its two tenons and two bases under the next support for its two tenons. 20 supports for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, along with their 40 silver bases, two bases under the first support and two bases under each support. And make six supports for the west side of the tabernacle. Make two additional supports for the two back corners of the tabernacle. They are to be paired at the bottom and joined together at the top in a single ring. So it should be for both of them. They will serve as the two corners. There are to be eight supports with their silver bases, sixteen bases, two bases under the first support and two bases under each support. You are to make five crossbars of acacia wood for the supports on one side of the tabernacle, five crossbars for the supports on the other side of the tabernacle, and five crossbars for the supports on the back side of the tabernacle on the west. The central crossbar is to run through the middle of the supports from one end to the other. Then overlay the supports with gold and make their rings of gold as the holders for the crossbars. Also, overlay the crossbars with gold. You are to set up the tabernacle according to the plan for it that you have been shown on the mountain. 
you are to make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and finely spun linen, with a design of cherubim worked into it. Hang it on four gold-plated pillars of acacia wood that have gold hooks and stand on four silver bases. Hang the curtain under the clasps and bring the Ark of the Testimony there behind the curtain. So the curtain will make a separation for you between the holy place and the most holy place. Put the mercy seat on the Ark of the Testimony in the most holy place. Place the table outside the curtain and the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle opposite the table. Put the table on the north side. For the entrance to the tent you are to make a screen embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely spun linen. Make five pillars of acacia wood for the screen and overlay them with gold. Their hooks are to be gold and you are to cast five bronze bases for them. You are to construct the altar of acacia wood. The altar must be square, seven and a half feet long and seven and a half feet wide. It must be four and a half feet high. Make horns for it on its four corners. The horns are to be of one piece. Overlay it with bronze. Make its pots for removing ashes and its shovels, basins, meat forks, and firepans. Make all its utensils of bronze. Construct a grate for it of bronze mesh, and make four bronze rings on the mesh at its four corners. Set it below, under the altar's ledge, so that the mesh comes halfway up the altar. Then make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. The poles are to be inserted into the rings so that the poles are on two sides of the altar when it is carried. Construct the altar with boards so that it is hollow. They are to make it just as it was shown to you on the mountain. You are to make the courtyard for the tabernacle. Make hangings for the south side of the courtyard out of finely spun linen, 150 feet long on that side, including 20 posts and 20 bronze bases, with silver hooks and silver bands for the posts. And so make hangings 150 feet long for the north side, including 20 posts and their 20 bronze bases, with silver hooks and silver bands for the posts. For the width of the courtyard, make hangings 75 feet long for the west side, including their 10 posts and their 10 bases. And for the width of the courtyard on the east side toward the sunrise, 75 feet, making hangings 22 and a half feet long for one side of the gate, including their three posts and their three bases. And make hangings 22 and a half feet long for the other side, including their three posts and their three bases. The gate of the courtyard is to have a 30-foot screen embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and finely spun linen. It is to have four posts and their four bases. All the posts around the courtyard are to be banded with silver and have silver hooks and bronze bases. The courtyard is to be 150 feet long, 75 feet wide at each end, and seven and a half feet high, all of it made 
of finely spun linen. The bases of the posts are to be bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle for every use, and all its tent pegs, as well as all the tent pegs for the courtyard, are to be made of bronze. You are to command the Israelites to bring you pure oil from crushed olives for the light, in order to keep the lamp burning regularly. In the tent of meeting outside the curtain that is in front of the testimony, Aaron and his sons are to tend the lamp from evening until morning before the Lord. This is to be a permanent statute for the Israelites throughout their generations. Have your brother Aaron with his sons come to you from the Israelites to serve me as priest. Aaron, his sons Nadab and Abihu, Eliezer and Ithamar. Make holy garments for your brother Aaron, for glory and beauty. You are to instruct all the skilled artisans, whom I have filled with a spirit of wisdom, to make Aaron's garments for consecrating him to serve me as priest. These are the garments that they must make. A breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a specially woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and his sons, so that they may serve me as priests. They should use gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen. They are to make the ephod of finely spun linen embroidered with gold, and with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. It must have two shoulder pieces attached to its two edges so that it can be joined together. The artistically woven waistband that is on the ephod must be of one piece according to the same workmanship of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen. Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of Israel's sons. Six of their names on the first stone and the remaining six names on the second stone, in the order of their birth. Engrave the two stones with the names of Israel's sons as a gem cutter engraves a seal. Mount them, surrounded with gold filigree settings. Fasten both stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the Israelites. Aaron will carry their names on his two shoulders before the Lord as a reminder. Fashion gold filigree settings and two chains of pure gold. You will make them of braided cord work and attach the cord chains to the settings. You are to make an embroidered breastpiece for making decisions. Make it with the same workmanship as the ephod. Make it of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen. It must be square and folded double, nine inches long and 9 inches wide. 
Place a setting of gemstones on it. Four rows of stones. The first row should be a row of carnelian, topaz, and emerald. The second row, a turquoise, a lapis lazuli, and a diamond. The third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They should be adorned with gold filigree in their settings. The twelve stones are to correspond to the names of Israel's sons. Each stone must be engraved like a seal, with one of the names of the twelve tribes. You are to make braided chains of pure gold cord work for the breastpiece. Fashion two gold rings for the breastpiece and attach them to its two corners. Then attach the two gold cords to the two gold rings at the corners of the breastpiece. Attach the other ends of the two cords to the two filigree settings, and in this way attach them to the ephod's shoulder pieces in the front. Make two other gold rings and put them at the other two corners of the breastpiece on the edge that is next to the inner border of the ephod. Make two more gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the ephod's two shoulder pieces on its front, close to its seam, and above the ephod's woven waistband. The artisans are to tie the breastpiece from its rings to the rings of the ephod with a cord of blue yarn, so that the breastpiece is above the ephod's waistband and does not come loose from the ephod. Whenever he enters the sanctuary... Aaron is to carry the names of Israel's sons over his heart on the breastpiece for decisions, as a continual reminder before the Lord. Place the Urim and Thummim in the breastpiece for decisions, so that they will also be over Aaron's heart whenever he comes before the Lord. Aaron will continually carry the means of decisions for the Israelites over his heart before the Lord. You are to make the robe of the ephod entirely of blue yarn. There should be an opening at its top in the center of it. Around the opening there should be a woven collar with an opening like that of body armor, so that it does not tear. Make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn on its lower hem and all around it. Put gold bells between them all the way around so that gold bells and pomegranates alternate around the lower hem of the robe. The robe will be worn by Aaron whenever he ministers, and its sound will be heard when he enters the sanctuary before the Lord, and when he exits, so that he does not die. You are to make a pure gold medallion and engrave it, like the engraving of a seal. Holy to the Lord. Fasten it to a cord of blue yarn, so it can be placed on the turban. The medallion is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead, so that Aaron may bear the guilt connected with the holy offerings that the Israelites consecrate as all their holy gifts. It is always to be on his forehead, so that they may find acceptance with the Lord. You are to weave the tunic from fine linen. Make a turban of fine linen, and make an embroidered sash. Make tunics, sashes, and headbands for Aaron's sons to give them glory and beauty. 
Put these on your brother Aaron and his sons. Then anoint, ordain, and consecrate them, so that they may serve me as priests. Make them linen undergarments to cover their naked bodies. They must extend from the waist to the thighs. These must be worn by Aaron and his sons whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister in the sanctuary area, so that they do not incur guilt and die. This is to be a permanent statute for Aaron and for his future descendants. Proverbs chapter 5 My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen closely to my understanding so that you may maintain discretion and your lips safeguard knowledge. Though the lips of the forbidden woman drip honey and her words are smoother than oil, in the end she's as bitter as a wormwood and as sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps head straight for Sheol. She doesn't consider the path of life. She doesn't know that her ways are unstable. So now, sons, listen to me, and don't turn away from the words from my mouth. Keep your way far from her. Don't go near the door of her house. Otherwise, you will give up your vitality to others and your years to someone cruel. Strangers will drain your resources, and your hard-earned pay will end up in a foreigner's house. At the end of your life, you will lament when your physical body has been consumed, and you will say, How I hated discipline, and how my heart despised correction. I didn't obey my teachers or listen closely to my instructors. I am on the verge of complete ruin before the entire community. Drink water from your own cistern, water flowing from your own well. Should your springs flow in the streets, streams in the public squares? They should be for you alone and not for you to share with strangers. Let your fountain be blessed and take pleasure in the wife of your youth, a loving deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts always satisfy you. Be lost in her love forever. Why, my son, would you lose yourself with a forbidden woman or embrace a wayward woman? For man's ways are before the Lord's eyes, and he considers all his paths. A wicked man's iniquities will trap him. He will become tangled in the ropes of his own sin. He will die because there is no discipline, and be lost because of his great stupidity. You know, when you hear the descriptions of the tabernacle and all the measurements and all the appointments, it can be a challenge to try to figure out exactly what this looks like when it's all put together. Thankfully, there are talented artists today that can read what's happening in scripture and make it happen on paper. 
I highly recommend some of CSB's study Bibles. You can find out more about those at csbible.com. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Pridgen, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. Night.